Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Traction.gg podcast, where we talk about racing games, sim racing, and racing esports. I'm Tom, and today we are going to be discussing EA Sports WRC, the first Electronic Arts and Codemasters official FIA World Rally Championship video game that's coming out later this year, on the 3rd of November, in fact, for PC, PS5, and Xbox Series S and X. It's all extremely exciting for me. Unreal Engine, an official new rally game from a developer that's known for creating excellent rally titles. So, to talk about it, we're going to speak to Ross Gowing, Senior Creative Director on the title, and also John Armstrong, who's a rally driver and a game designer on the title. And John's a very good rally driver, ERC3 champion this season, no less. So, I'll cut to the chase. Let's speak to Ross and John. I'd just like to know, uh, briefly, the, the origin story, story, so to speak. Uh, how did it come about and how long has it been in development for, please? So straight after we had released the Colin McRae flat out pack for Dirt Rally 2, um, the team set hard at work uh, to make more rally. Um, we figured that's what we do best, so we'd keep doing it. Um, and then at, at some point in that time, we secured the WRC license. And so we went, well, brilliant. This is now a WRC game. Um, and then we're able to kind of start our journey working with WRC promoter, getting um, the kind of the wealth of reference um, and advice they, they bring to the table um, and uh, made that rallying that we were working on even better and more official. And now here we are four years later. Yeah, four years quite the journey but we're close to release at last that must uh be a relief um so i just want to touch upon while well, you said mentioned there it's officially wrc licensed in uh the couple of uh promotional videos so far in the stages you've got over 600 kilometers of stages some of them up to about 30 kilometers in length i believe and i've seen the fafe or faf jump in portugal and the the peak of the col de torini uh, in monte carlo so i just wanted to ask uh, about the stage design Will there be stages that are sort of wholly identical to what's in WRC or is it uh, extremely accurate, but you, you're not going to get entire stages identical? So some stages are one-to-one -one kind of accurate wow. recreations of, of the WRC stage. I, I say that, I'm sure there will be a pothole somewhere that there's not right, one of or course. things like that. But, <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, some are one-to-one. -one. Um, some are uh, a small number of countries we've used a real road um, that hasn't necessarily popped up in a WRC calendar. So I think Portugal, um, example you cite, it's actually not the specific FAF jump. Oh. It's a real road it's quite close to that area of the country. That is one that we had uh, started working on um, just before we landed the license. And we went, ah, oh, um, okay, well, we need to <laughs> ev evoke um, uh, this this feeling of faff without it not being actually faff. So we used all of the um, kind of uh, stage dressing reference to go, okay, let's make sure we've I got see. everything specific to Portugal event organizers set up. But yes, it's actually a road down the road from faff. <laughs> Cool. Oh, but it's really pleasing to hear, and I was quite surprised that some stages will be one-to-one -one as best as you can get it. I'm very uh, much looking forward to seeing which those are in the fullness of time. And also, even if they're not the one-to-one, -one, they're, they're based on information from that area to give that feel. I understand now. That's uh, very impressive given the number of kilometers, in my opinion. Uh, one of the reasons stated as to why you've moved to Unreal Engine uh, with still the handling system from prior dirts have been evolved upon uh has been the stage 
size and length, I believe. Uh, that, that's a big help using Unreal. How's the development been going on that technology basis so far? So Unreal's workflow and kind of tools that, that uh, provided has has been an incredible change for the studio. And, and the fact that we can dedicate everybody to making the game rather than some people making the tools to make the game um, has, mm. has, you know, really uh, maximized the way we work. Um, the other sort of thing that's been at play is because of the, the changeable seasons and changeable weather that come with um, every track, um, Unreal has made that a very straightforward process. Um, and John, I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about how um, kind of the stage degradation stuff, we've been able to overlay yeah. that with the, the weather kind of in the editor working in Unreal. Yeah, I would say there's a lot of, as Ross touched upon, there's a lot of features that perhaps came off the back of just knowing that it would be a lot quicker to do now in Unreal than previous before, um, like seasons. And yeah, it's allowed us to, to rework things like Surface Deg. Now it's it's uh, based on an actual recording of uh, me or someone else driving down the stage, uh, multiple different runs led over each other um, so that you can get an actual racing line uh, which was something we struggled with um, with how we implemented that in Dirt Rally 2. So yeah, it, it's things like that. Redesigning how we do things uh, has been a lot easier to do in Unreal than, than previous before. Um, so yeah, it's it's if we went to list everything that we've been able to yeah. improve, it would, uh, it would be a long list, I'm sure. Nice. Um, and yeah, the stage recognition is something that you've used before, but as you mentioned there, good to hear that it's a step forward again. Uh, I was going to also ask about previous generation consoles. This one uh, isn't on them. Is it simply because uh, of the large stage sizes that the old machines can't necessarily handle? Yeah, it's um, it is in large part down to that that scale, um, and that we want those environments to to always be in the players' hands at kind of top quality. I think if we'd have tried to have gone on to um, previous generation of consoles, I mean, our early investigations told us that maybe we could do it if every stage was like in the desert, um, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> because we wanted to make sure that it was high quality, you know, um, and representative of every location properly, that yeah, we've stuck to current generation hardware. That's fine by me. John, you might be able to talk about, I'll touch upon the pace nut system if that's okay. Well, first of all, a couple of new co-drivers. Could you just talk me through who they are and how it was recorded, please? Yeah, um, we've got uh, Jonathan Jackson as uh, a meal option in the game. Um, he is a co-driver for um, a driver in the Irish Tarmac Championship, Marion Evans. And um, he actually lives really close to the studio, which was one of uh, the, the, let's say, his biggest selling points. But uh, he's done an absolute cracking job um, in, in recording as well and, and actually helping us implement the system um so we worked really closely with with jj um and then we've got kirsty riddick uh, as um a female option in in uh, english um and yeah i think it, it's really nice to, to have both those options in there um and you know kirsty came down from from scotland um she's got so much experience as well in, in rallying um that she she had absolutely no problem getting into the it's sort of a, it's, it's strange for co-drivers to get into let's say a motion simulator but try to read how they do in, in real life but 
because they're being like chucked around and you sort of get the feeling of the motion that they they very quickly get into reading the same way that they do in, in a real car so um yeah she done a really good job as well and uh the the implementation we've we've completely reworked uh how we do pace notes it's nothing's the same from from dirt rally um it's now based on the speed that you're going um it's sort of how far ahead the co-driver is reading and then we have five I think it's five different options for timing on top of that so there's a lot of uh tunability to, for for every type of player um but the good thing about it being based on the speed it works for all driver types it works for every type of car that we have you know the slow ones the fast ones so uh, it's been really nice to to put that in um and i, I feel it's a big improvement over over what we've done previously um and then on top of that we have a simplified pace note system which is let's say uh, you know a bit more like retro rally games and it's it's aimed at new players to sort of be uh, easier to digest system um it strips out a lot of the the more complex details and then it's it's more of a descriptive easy right uh, hard left and um it's been going down a real treat to be honest in, in the development studio um there's been a lot of people who who have found that suits them better so we just can't wait to get it now in the hands of uh, the public and, and see what they think also yeah it sounds like a, a really good step on but i will reserve my judgment till i've tried it but again looking forward to, to testing it soon um another element that's a bit more specific onto how people drive the game is the hybrid system for the top class rally one cars which is the top wrc category in uh, the last two seasons of, of competition in the real world uh, i saw in one of the preview vi videos there's like three options uh, pre-stage or in the service area labeled as throttle position setting uh, was that the hybrid system H how would it work in the game please no, it's a very complicated system in real life. That... Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I'm clinging by my fingertips a little bit when I when I try and think about it, let alone explain it. Um, but essentially, the teams can um, configure how much of the pedal needs to be pressed down before that um, hybrid deployment, uh, sorry, electrical deployment, um, comes into effect. Um, and the uh, like an aggressive approach. Uh, means that higher up in the pedal will start the effect going. Um, I probably should hand over to John, who who will almost certainly know more about it than I will. Um, so well, well, just quickly to chime in. <laughs> just, sorry, just quickly chime. So I'm, I'm assuming if it's a more aggressive uh, setting, I might be more susceptible to wheel spin, maybe. Yeah, yeah, you'll feel you'll feel that kick uh, come in quicker. Uh, let's say on the the exit of a, of a corner. So, yeah, you do feel the difference between them. But also, as Ross said, you know, as we had to get around to you know developing the tech around this, the teams were still development for themselves. Um, so you know, we've had to rely on feedback coming from the the promoter and some connections with the teams but because it's such new tech in real life um you know the amount of information they want to give away is uh, is sometimes limited also so <laughs> you have to you have to try and get as much information but i'm i'm happy with the implementation we have um and you know the, the boost that comes off those cars you really feel it in game um it's such a cool sensation when you get that extra bit of boost out of a, a tight corner 
We were really lucky, actually. M Sport World Rally Team were really generous with their time and advice on on explaining to our physics team how the hybrid system should work and how it should feel. Um, so, yeah, big, big thanks to them for uh, getting our heads around it. <laughs> yes, I'm sure it's a, a lot of closely guarded secrets there, as it was as it was mentioned, because um, it's not like most people might think, oh, hybrid, oh, it's like a push-to-pass system, but it's not. It's completely different to that. So interesting to see uh, how it feels in the game and if it lives up to what you were saying there john i'm sure i'm sure it will do um i wanted to ask about okay so there's there's virtual reality sport for those on pc and central european rally they're both coming as free updates after launch so you have the full wrc 2023 season in terms of rallies apart from central european rally which hasn't happened yet so i suppose that's one reason why it's coming post-launch and then um, you've also got additional locations uh, as well, which are like bonus ones, I suppose. So the post-release updates, such as VR and Central European Rally, uh, will they be added before the end of this year, perhaps? Uh, I don't think we have the date to, to announce at That's the minute. Um, so yeah, more, more info as soon as we have it. Yeah, okay. Well, I suppose on that particular topic then, um, it's been publicly announced it was a five-year licensing deal between uh, Codemasters at the time, pre-Electronic Arts uh, TakeOver, and the World Rally Championship. Um, is Are you scheduling for, for, for like yearly game releases, or is this a platform to build upon, or is it not determined yet? It's not determined yet, um, but the team are already hard at work looking at where we can, um, yep. you know, the things we know that we want to now take another step further. Um, we also um, will, you know, kind of twin that body of work and thinking with the feedback that we get from from players as soon as this game's released. Um, so, yeah, uh, business model not uh, not tied down yet, but team already hard at work on what the future holds. Yeah, it's a bit strange for me to ask something about the future when this first game's not out yet. I do apologise, but I just... no, no, no. It's 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 a bizarre thing for us to get our heads around as well. So you're not the only one. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, because for example, there's normally like a year in the title for an esports game. Um, so the car list has been released recently, and uh, we did a video where it's like, oh, we wonder if the car list will be released, teased over social media, and then it was just dropped, which is quite funny um, and pleasing actually. First of all. Um, how were the, some of the classic cars selected? We had an enormous uh, list of, of cars that people wanted to see, things that we hadn't seen in previous games or hadn't seen for a long time. Um, the kind of the design team, uh, the gameplay handling team and the vehicle art team, we all uh, put together our suggestions. And then uh, I had to make the difficult decision of what went in and what didn't go in. Um, and it's been great to see people's reactions to, to some of the, the ones we've, we've announced in there. Um, and I think also we've managed to bring in a whole bunch of vehicles that are at attainable. You know, people have people have owned a Citroen Saxo or a Vauxhall Nova or things like that, the road going version of it. And now all of a sudden they can play the rally version of a car that they perhaps feel so familiar with has been has been a nice step for us. There's some uh, real hidden gems in there for me, the Mitsubishi Galant or the Megane Maxi. Can't wait to try those. Uh, it Galant is, you know, that, you've got to be on your game to drive okay. that. Make sure that you are transferring all of its weight around appropriately. Mm, that's <laughs> yes. something you really feel with that car, though. Like when you go from, let's say, a lighter uh, Rally 2 car and go into the Galant, you can really feel that extra mass. And it's, uh, yeah, it, every car has got such a unique feeling. So I think that's something that we stand out at is that we have this 
big list of cars, but they don't all feel the same. They all have had a lot of research uh, into their history, and the the game uh, gameplay team do a really good job on making sure they're they're set up just yeah how they they should be. Um, so yeah, they all feel so unique. Uh, well, last couple of questions on the cars. Uh, speaking of big saloons or hatchbacks, any any opportunity for a Skoda Octavia's DLC? Is that a bit strange to ask? <laughs> I mean, uh, no, no comments. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you've got the Cordoba. You need the Octavia, in my opinion. But looking forward forward to trying the Seat at least, and the Galant, and also the 2017 Volkswagen Polo, which never saw the light of day. Just quickly, first of all, with you, Ross, uh, favorite car in the game? Do you have one? Uh, oh, it, is, it is too difficult to pick from them all. Um, I, so I, 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 there is a special place in my heart for the Vauxhall Nova. Um, that is, you know, that is my teenage years uh, being played out in game right now. And how about you, John? I think, uh, well, Ross might have slightly stolen mine there because my first rally car was a Nova. But ah. um, yeah, I, you know what? I actually really like driving this time. I've been doing a bit of a bit of driving with it recently as the RS200 from uh, Group B four-wheel drive. Uh, oh, yeah. Just it, it handles so well. Um, so I've really enjoyed driving that. But also the, the VW Polo from or the 17 car that you just said was like a, a unicorn that so reactive in game it's just so it's got it's punchy but you can place it wherever you want so I, I love driving that as well and yeah it's so cool that we have it in game and it, it never seen the light of day really in, in real life volkswagen were really generous with the level of reference they gave us for that and you know kind of um inviting members of our team over to to, to do everything oh. that needed to be done to get it in game um and yeah it is a nice little unicorn you know um we've even got a, a non-zebra livery on it so uh ah, i was good to ask but well i suppose i don't want to spoil it but it's it's not in camouflage it's got a volkswagen livery on it i guess we we, we have a um I think it is a, it is an original creation based on what it was due to run in in competition, oh. but there was a few sort of licensing bits and bobs there, so mm. it looks more like a competition livery than a test livery. Wonderful. Okay, well, I can't wait to see that. Okay, two things just um, I'd like to ask about the career and the physics quickly. So, um, okay, so the physics are uh, a dynamic handling system. Is that is that the correct name? That's what it's called, yep. Yeah, yeah. So this is a, an evolution from Dirt Rally stuff, but it's, but it's also uh, enhanced. What are the main improvements maybe for someone who's played the prior Dirt titles to EA Sports WRC. So for returning players, then that, that tarmac overhaul will be the most noticeable thing, um, as well as um, a lot of work has been done on the kind of uh, drivetrain inertia. Um, and our sim players will, will love what the team have done there. For newer players, that's where we've we've done even more work. So dynamic handling system kind of refers to um, the ability to layer on a number of things that will help people come in and get up to speed. Um, and one you know uh, easy thing to call out is our throttle clamping assist. Uh, so brand new players tend to get into the game, slam the pedal to the metal, and fall off into the first tree um, because the cars are so powerful, the surface is so loose. Um, but the changes we've um, we've made enable them to switch on this throttle clamping control, which will feed the power into the wheels, um, kind of appropriate to their experience level, um, and mean that they stand much better chance of keeping the car are under control and getting getting the most out of rallying. I see. And then and just quickly, John, as, as a game designer, are you involved in, in the handling alongside uh, Ryan Champion, I believe? 
Yeah, um, I get to, to help out the, the gameplay team um, on yeah working on those improvements over what we had in, in Dirt Rally 2. As Ross said, the, the first one was to, to work on the, the tarmac handling. So that was a, a mixture of the tire model and also the force feedback, which has been um, improved also. And, and that's had a, a positive effect on, on the rest of the surfaces on gravel and snow as well. So yeah, uh, it's really cool to, to drop into those sessions. And, you know, whenever Ryan's in the studio, um, yeah, it's really cool to work with him. He has a, a big uh, bank of knowledge from all these, these retro cars and historic cars that he has driven uh, in real life. So um, yeah, with my more modern approach, let's say, and, and his knowledge of the historic, um, we have a really good uh, mixture. And it's almost a bit like working with an engineer in real life where, you know, they'll make a, a change to the to you know certain area of of the physics and then we get to give it a go and, and give our feedback and um yeah it's been really cool to to do that if nothing else i mean i expect all cars to be fun to drive but the rally four and rally three cars should be perfect john no pressure <laughs> no pressure yeah <laughs> uh, so just just quickly then um i'd just like to get a, an oversight of the career mode and how, and how would that work please so the career mode allows the player to jump in at junior WRC level uh, if they want to start small and work their way up, or they can go in WRC2 or straight in at the top um, into oh. the Premier class. Um, you will create your own team and define its kind of uh, visual identity uh, and then start process of hiring engineers um, and you can hire a teammate crew if you want as well. Equip your team with uh, vehicles required to enter official WRC championship, um, some support championships, um, and then a whole host of things like manufacturer invitational events. Um, you can also uh, use our builder mode in the career. So you can go in there and say, well, I want to be the fourth manufacturer in the premier class. And so set about building your own Rally One car and use that um, throughout the season. Um, you can play season after season after season you know there's no there's no end point other than you know i suppose if you won 10 world championships and became the greatest <laughs> wrc driver of all time maybe you'd stop then um and yeah i think that's it in a in a nutshell it's the biggest career we've ever built in in a, in a rally game um it's calendar driven um and uh yeah i, I can't wait for, for people to play it because it's, it's a bigger thing than we've ever done in our rally games before Am I correct in thinking in between like main calendar events, there might be th some things to do with like the additional rally locations of classic cars, or is that safe for the moments mode? Uh, no, there is plenty of that in career. So a um, uh, you get a manufacturer part trials, which is do doing challenges in the career to get vehicle builder parts, or there is the opportunity to drive historic cars um, for kind of showcase events. Um, and then uh, I'm trying to remember what the other one is, but it's escaped from my mind. Um, but it's, you know, plenty, uh, plenty to do um, in the career. Um, but then um, you mentioned of moments mode. Yeah, over in the moments mode, every 24 hours, brand new thing to do involving all of the content from the game. 
Um, there is a whole host of stuff from the history of WRC uh, and then also things that are going to be happening um, throughout the upcoming season. We'll be able to, to feed into game um, pretty quickly. And then there's also some extra stuff where we just thought, well, that'd be a cool combination of car and location. Let's put that in as a moment as well. Um, each one is teed up by a kind of a 20 or 30 second video, um, which is a mixture of um, some um, like the cool combo ones are used in game footage um, but the ones that are from real life or inspired by real life use footage from rally.tv which is wrc's own video streaming platform uh, so you can see what happened in real life before giving it a go yourself oh yeah looking forward to that one daily rally content i'm, I'm here for it <laughs> so i <laughs> uh, thank you both for your time just final things i suppose just really quickly yes or no um clubs return right but it's through the app system now yes wonderful Yep. Oh, and a website. Yep, that's great. And uh, Rally Pass, is that operating for cosmetic only unlocks like uh, Podium Pass does in the Formula 1 games? Correct. Cosmetics only, uh, clothing and vehicle liveries. Wonderful. Okay, the game is out early November, but there's three days early access. Uh, not even if you buy an extra edition. It's just standard edition. If you pre-order it, there's early access. Wonderful. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you both for your time. Uh, very best of luck with the launch. Thanks very much and uh, great to see you again. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. What a pleasure it was to be joined by Ross and John there. Always appreciate their time and any opportunity there is to speak about rallying, well, you can be sure I'm involved. Uh, very much looking forward to EA Sports WRC in my personal opinion. Uh, if you're new to rally though and you want to understand what the co-driver does, then we have a video for that on the Traction.gg website that explains all about pace notes and why they're important to use in a game of this sort. Uh, and if you're a purist, then we've compiled from EA's recent deep dive videos the best bits, uh, the highlights that you need to know ahead of the game's release in a couple of Traction.gg website articles. And again, we'll put a link to those in the YouTube or the podcast app description. Tap on those and we'll be able to find out our impressions so far. We'll reserve judgment for this game even though I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we have not played the final version. We're expecting to have a full review though ahead of its launch on the 3rd of November. And final point is, ahead of its release, we'd like to know your feedback, what you're anticipated about, what you're concerned over, what you'd like to know more about. Please do let us know in the YouTube or website comments, and then we'll be hopefully be able to answer them directly or pass them on to the developers ahead of its launch. That's it for now. If you'd really like to hear more game developer interviews like this, or more coverage on EA Sports WRC, it really means the world if you could subscribe on YouTube or follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. That's it for now. Keep it pinned. Thank you.